Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Please get in touch with your survivor stories or your thank you letters. You can reach us at contact at whydoyouthink.com or on Instagram at emily underscore lang underscore UK. Hello and welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, returnee from rock bottom and a gratefully recovering addict. And this is the podcast where we aim to rid the shame. The highs and lows and deadly blows that ultimately led us to the lessons that we never knew we needed to learn, but are so grateful that we did. So, have you ever had a panic attack? I definitely have. But if you have, then you definitely know about it. It's a bizarre and disgracefully frightening sensation and continues to ripple through your nervous system for a long while in the aftermath. It's not something that you forget easily. If anyone ever tells you that panic attacks don't exist they've been lucky enough to never experience one. So congratulate them on all their serotonin and just merrily move on. They are a very real thing and nothing to be ashamed of. Anxiety and overwhelm do not equal weakness. Picking yourself back up afterwards takes a lot. Comedian Mike Rice and I are discussing all this and more today. So it is June 2021, the year after COVID. Remember that old chestnut? Yes, I remember it. I'm like an elephant. Never forget. Yeah, don't forget. I've tried. Yeah, I've tried. tried. Um, It is June 2021 and we are in, is it sunny in Barcelona right now? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it is, yeah. Actually, do you know what? It was very sunny. Mm. And I was on this um, beach that was, but it's not in Barcelona, so it's down the way from Barcelona. It's right. like, I think it's like near Lorette de Mar or one of these places. Uh, this was my first uh, time, do you know, because in the main beach in Bar- Barcelona, it's too, it's very touristy. So you're not getting the real Spain, mm. right? But when you're down the road, you're in these little kind of little towns and it's uh, it's the real people. And this was like during COVID. Mm. So it, it wasn't like mobbed with tourists or anything. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like I was there with my ex at the time, um, but we were actually exes at the time. So we actually, yeah, right. yeah, it was. We could, I, we could Can say we, she is, she, is she all right? Yeah, she'll be fine. It's uh, our mutual friend, Marie Scorhan, guest yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we're still we're, we're still friends. She's lovely. Um, yeah, she's the best. So. Um, anyway, so we were there and we had broken up, but we were still just hanging out. But it was the lockdown and it was like, you know, I was in Barcelona. She had moved to Spain as well. And it was like, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, it's a lonely time, you know, mm-hmm. you, you need to be around people, you know. So we were there anyway, but I didn't know 
about uh, like that, just like all the boobies on the beach that everyone would have mm. them out, and they're just everyone. Are they, are they just bobbing about like um, oh, like lilos? It was like lilos, exactly like lilos. I think I said that on the day. Yeah, um, <laughs> <but>, around. <laughs> yeah, but it was like I was just. It was the best. I couldn't believe it. It was like heaven on earth. It was like. The, the sun was shining and Maurice was there and she was pointing out people people's boobs. She's like, oh, look at them ones. And she gave me, <laughs> I swear to God. It's like a safari. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely. She got little binoculars <laughs> and little hats on us. Um, we were in a little, one of those little fucking jeeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Attenborough's in the yeah, back. <laughs> absolutely. And over here is the old Spanish lady with the droopy breasts. Um, uh, and there was some saggy ones as well, but they had, there was a beauty to them too. Yeah, they're beautiful in all kinds. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Look like yeah. they're full of porridge. But um, so <laughs> some of them, I don't want to get too graphic here. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or some form of oatmeal. But uh, so... We were there and it was just it was just the best. She gave me these sunglasses and she had them on as well because she was she was looking at them too. She was Yeah, you know, well she's she's that way inclined. Absolutely. She's yeah. not immune to that sort of carry on. So um so we were there, we were looking at that and it was just great. And then we went to a bar um afterwards, this beach bar, and we were listening to music and we could still see from the patio all oh, the, the boobies. They had not become strangers to us. So we were still uh we could see them from the patio and it was great. And and the best music was playing mm. ever. Like this, all this, like, I love this, like, kind of 60s, like, um, it's kind of like civil rights music, but it's like, you know, it's like, don't know much about history. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. All these things are like, when okay, a man okay. loves a woman. Yeah, like, yeah, these yeah, 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 yeah. So it's my favorite genre. They're all bangers. Yeah. And we were buzzing. We were drinking like, uh, I can't remember what the fucking, is it like vermouth, this like Spanish yeah. uh, uh, drink, which generally tastes shit, but like added no. with the and the other stimulants. And because it's Spanish and you're there and you're, yeah, you know, you're there and you're and excited it's, for it's, Spain. It's very appropriate. It's, yeah. And it's culturally on the money. Yeah, so, um, so we were drinking that and I was just, I remember just thinking, this is the best day ever. I was just having... The most fun, there was people across the way from us, this little huddle of Spanish people and they were doing cocaine and they were just like, like kind of just screaming at each other. And I thought that was fun um, as well. And then I was like, oh, God, would I maybe like some cocaine? I said, no, 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 don't be greedy. So and I didn't speak enough Spanish to ask him for some. So anyway, we get back to the um, uh, apartment and then Mm -hmm. sure don't we have... We were just high on the boobies and the, the vermouth and mm. the music, everyone. So mm-hmm. we say, by Jesus, sure, we, we better have sex now or mm. it'll all be for nothing. So, um, so anyway. That makes sense. Huh? That yeah, makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd do that. So, so anyway, um, we do that and it's all, oh, it's the bee's knees. We both think we're Spanish and we're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So high on the environment. <laughs> so, you know, we're like. We're both like just Irish, but like you know, we're, it, that's not sexy about that, really. Well, maybe there is. To what other about people. two Irish people? Well, well not, we've, we've had this conversation already on Instagram. I think Irish people and other people are a sexy combination, and, and <laughs> it's like, two Irish yeah, people together. Like absolutely. Here he comes. Oh, Jesus! The cat's in. Yeah. So my my theory is that because it's like. Like Irish women kind of hate Irish men and Irish men kind of hate Irish women a little bit. Not hate, but like hate's too strong a word. But like outside people love Irish Irish men and Irish women. Like other men love Irish women and other women like Irish men. My mum loves the Irish. Does she? Like to a like crazy degree. Has she made love to an Irish man? I think she she says that she hasn't. She says she hasn't. But I'll tell you, when my dad left, we went to Club Med. Yeah. And there was an Irish guy called Jason who worked there. Right. And he said to her, and she told me this when I was like seven, so right. boundaries. But she said, she went, Jason, who worked at Glove Med, came up to her and went, I want to cover you in yogurt and lick it all off. Jesus Christ, Jason. And I he don't... He strayed a long way from Christ. Yeah, and I... <laughs> Fucking hell. That is the mouth of a sinner. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mouthful of sinners. Yeah, the power of Christ. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and she was like, oh, nothing happened. I'm like, if Irish man, when you've just been left by your husband, comes up and says, I want to cover you in your and lick it all off, then you're not going to not let him do that. You've got to take, like, that's the universe. And we were in Greece, there was a lot of yogurt. Was <laughs> Just covering yourself. I mean, it is a when in Rome situation. 
And Jason knew that. He knew it was the place to make a sexual yogurt joke. Because the place is full of it. He knew she wouldn't have any trouble getting it. Um, yeah, sorry, I can't remember. Oh, the Irish. The Irish together. So, like, uh, yeah, yeah, English women, Irish well, men. Yeah, and just, yeah, as in the Irish people ourselves don't. And, and that's just, of course, that's just natural because it's, it's like anything foreign or exotic is, you know, uh, attracts people. So, like, in Ireland, we're all kind of suspicious of each other. We're like, mm. what the fuck are you over mm. there? Um, so, uh, but anyway, so, but then anyway, uh, this is, so as soon as uh, the, the sex ends as soon mm. as I finish. I st- stepped up from uh, the bed mm. and my legs just like went to jelly. I couldn't, like my legs, I couldn't mm-hmm. like stand. And then suddenly I couldn't breathe. Oh, wow. And okay. I was like, yeah. And I was like, <gasps> I couldn't breathe. And I, and suddenly I was like, just like, I mean, just pouring, pouring mm. sweat. Mm. And I had to run to the bathroom and I ended up like, uh, getting sick mm-hmm. and it was shooting out of everywhere to be honest and mm-hmm. um but also i know i know this is not no no, know, no 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 it's a place for all of it this is this is this is not what your listeners are after but listen this is the truth my listeners are filthy love yeah it. and they can't run from it any longer <laughs> they've been trying to escape and now it's here sorry lads um so anyway yeah so and so then i'm just on i'm on the ground and i'm shivering and i can't uh breathe um <laughs> And so then, like, she's coming over. She's like, oh, you're right here. Mm. But you could see on her face, she was like, it was probably a good idea. We broke up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, this man, this man is not, he's not really coping. Um, <laughs> but so it's, it's so, it was very interesting because the whole day had been so, like, escapist. Like, it was almost like this dreamlike thing. And then yeah. it just went from heaven to hell so quick. Now, yeah. I didn't realize that at the time, but I was having uh, a panic attack. Wow, okay. Yeah, a really bad one. So I just couldn't breathe. Like, I thought I was dying. I wow, thought I was. Wow, 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 wow. I really thought I was dying. Now, okay. it could have been mixed with some kind of sunstroke, but I didn't realize till, I didn't realize until about three weeks later before I was like skiing, doing indoor skiing in Dubai. So I was, I was doing a gig there right. and the same thing happened to me. Wow. And I just, uh, I just fell on the snow. It wasn't a bad fall at all. And then I just couldn't get up. And I was wow. like, was like the, did that come with the vomit as well or was it um was it that yeah. one didn't come with that one didn't come with vomit i think because we had been drinking so much in the, the other <laughs> in mm. the, the the spanish panic attack mm. that that's what probably induced that but um but i had to like they, they literally had to um medical professionals like first they had to come and put me in a wheelchair yeah couldn't breathe yeah. i thought it was the most painful thing i've ever ex- yeah, experienced yeah, yeah, the one yeah, on the yeah, ski yeah, yeah. on the skiing one but anyway after that i I went to, uh, I started going to like uh, a CBT therapist, but I had been, I mean, I have been to several therapists, but I say, I and when I'm saying them, I say, so that they were like, just, it was just like a a pinnacle. I don't know if you've ever had it where you just have, is it generalized anxiety? So you just have anxiety all the time. Yeah. yeah, There's just a feeling in your chest. Yeah. Like for 24 Mm -hmm. hours a day. Mm -hmm. Um, It can come with burnout as well. Is that right? Mm. Yeah. So, um, so that was the that was the kind of dramatic conclusion of that, and I think it was because at a time it was at a time in my life that so that we had been in a relationship, we had broke up, but we had been such good friends. It was really heartbreaking, right? Like, yeah, break up. Yeah. Um, and then it was just kind of still lingering on, but you know, like that's having a it, like even subconsciously that's having a really yeah negative effect on you yeah and like it's just prolonging this pain is just continuing and continuing and then also it was during the pandemic and I just didn't know with comedy if I was going to be able to Mm. make a living again I didn't know what I was going to do so Mm. I was just like Mm. I was paralyzed by indecision I was in Barcelona I was like what Mm. am I going to do with my life my career so I just so much I think they're called like open loops I heard someone talk about recently Mm. in my life which is like you know, so many things that are like unresolved mm. that I have not made decisions on. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, so they're just like all these open loops that even when I'm doing anything else, they are just, they are in your mind, yeah. back your mind, yeah, causing yeah, 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 you yeah. stress, whether you know it or not, because you haven't made a fucking decision. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you can be incapable. That's the, the thing with depression and anxiety sometimes it's like you're just you i can't make a fucking decision anyone who doesn't understand what that is like yeah would give a little wikipedia rundown okay so uh, an open loop would be like say 
I, uh, so I have a couple running in my head right now about like friends that I kind of had a falling out with and I just have not resolved it. I have that as well. Um, and that's just, that will just pop up. That's yeah. just living in my mind because I, I haven't resolved it. I also have like things that admin stuff that's kind of just quite fucking dull and like just t- will take focus that I haven't done. Mm. And that, that I, I'm procrastinating on. And that's just another open loop that's mm. just living mm. in my consciousness. Mm. Um, so I have several ones like this. It's basically just unresolved things, things you have not confronted that you should have decisions that you've not made that you need to make yeah and so they are just no matter what's happening they are just they're lingering they're They're lingering lingering and they and it has an effect on your physiology (laughs) and your stress levels even when you don't realize you just feel the physical symptoms of anxiety do you remember it's it's something that um was like an old victorian technique about when you needed to remember something you tied a ribbon around your finger you've ever heard that that that's what people used to do. A weird as fuck. Thing. We would have ignored and um, had a lot of hostility towards old Victorian techniques in Ireland. We would have, if you told me an old Victorian, I would have cut, threw a cup of tea <laughs> in your face. If I had any tea left, I would have thrown it in your face. <laughs> Get <laughs> those goddamn yes. ribbons away from me. <laughs> Come over to me with your ribbons. And I tie me up like some Victorian. sort of a prize pig. But it was definitely a thing that yeah. people used to tie ribbons around their hands so they would remember that they had stuff to do. Yeah. One feels like a massive inconvenience, but then there is always this weighted thing, this constant reminder of something that is going on that is not finalized. Yes. And um, and it, what's worse, I guess, is if you have these things physically presently there and you can't exactly match up what they're for, mm. and yet they're still there and getting in the way of your day. Um, is fucking, it's really exhausting and really, really stressful. And often in moments when you find the moments of peace, yeah. you're like, oh shit, I think, okay, oh cool. I've sorted everything. And then this thing will go, no, yeah. that's right. Remember, you, yeah. you fell out with that really good friend of yours because I have yes. that at the moment. I have that as well. Yeah. Yeah. We can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be new friends we'll and we don't need those new, other friends. We don't need those other friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yes. okay, that's so we've explained the open loops. Like, yeah, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. This, like, thing that just keeps popping. Yeah, the open loops. Yeah. yeah. Fabulous. Yes. But this whole situation kind of makes total sense because mm. of, um, like, a, a, a lot of the time when uh, we're in a situation that is so extreme in a great way. Like, if um, I had it kind of at my brother's wedding where it was like, it was so nice. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I didn't, I was so, I wanted to see all of it, but it was so much. So I was just like overwhelmed and didn't know. It was like, it couldn't be real. And having that kind of day, which does sound fucking glorious. It was the best. The, the I couldn't believe best it. Best day. Yeah. Like, I like, I would love to live that, that day. I, I'm sure I've had similar days in the past, but that kind of thing. And then, and then you're, then you're having sex and it's great. Yeah. And it's with someone you already have a connection That's with. Right. So it's not. Yeah. Totally removed from you. And then that moment of finishing yeah. and going and suddenly we all know what happens when you when yeah. you um come. Come, thank you. Just Why can't I fucking say it's a it? Dirty, dirty words. Why couldn't I say it? it's because I oh, it's, it's not like my family listen to this, Christ. You know Christ is watching <laughs> and you know you're gonna have trouble getting in up there. You know that, Emily. I don't want if, <laughs> if if who I think is going up there and who I think is going. I want to be down there. Yeah, I want to be down there with the sinners, the fun people. I want to be down there with Jason and his pot of yogurt. Oh, Jason! I suppose Jason is going straight to hell, the bastard. Straight to hell. I'd say he's still in that bar, still fucking telling fucking owl ones he wants to put yogurt all over them. Just like a ladle in him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know like the kebab shop? Like yeah. right so Just he has that just to pour over women um, and lick it off him like a fucking cat. Um, he puts them on a stick and does it like a chocolate fountain. Absolutely. And you know well that that guy is leaning into his Irish accent big time. Like, oh. Do you know what I mean? Like oh. yogurt. Oh yeah, yogurt. yogurt. Yeah. I want to cover you in yogurt. Absolutely. Also, newly left mum yeah. with three kids. Oh, jeez. Oh. I'd say she was up the walls. Oh, she, I'd say, oh, she was far up the walls. Yeah. yeah. She was just biting at the table top. Like, <laughs> and she told you as, as a seven-year-old... Don't get me started. She said, come here, come here now. Come here. <laughs> come here to me now. 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 Tell you something, Emily. 
the best thing just happened to me. I just had the best Babe, thing. What, what should I do? Like, what do you think yeah. I should go for it? Yeah. Do you think you'll give me a rash to yogurt or <laughs> you know, what's your take on it all together? Babe, have you been in this situation before? Yeah, you're there drinking the Capri's. And... <laughs> Where's daddy? Yeah. We're not I'll talking about daddy. about this one day. <laughs> this is Helen Bauer going, did your parents pay for your education, you fucking loser? Yeah. Look at you talking to a microphone. <laughs> Uh, uh, private education is bullshit. Um, yeah, but anyway, so the uh, but the um, oh coming, we're talking about coming. Yeah. Now, so we get to the point of coming, yes. and that kind of like finish on it, yeah. and then you're brought slamming back down to earth, like yes. the raptures just happened, and you haven't been taken up, and being acutely aware of your surroundings, the connection that you have that yeah. isn't actually going forward, yeah. the temporary nature of this entire thing, I'd have a fucking panic attack. That's right. Well, see, that's it. It's that moment of, of <clears throat> clarity and everything. Even you have been drinking, but you've probably also been inebriated by just like fucking horniness as well. Like yeah. on the beach and all those things. And it is like a form of being like drunk yeah. is like when you're just like yeah you're completely, really you're, you're you're completely, completely intoxicated yeah and you're completely not thinking yeah rationally you don't think fucking straight the shit that i've done when i've wanted a shag jesus christ yeah or otherworldly oh covered someone in yogurt <laughs> you've covered many people and you've wasted so much yogurt and there's children dying in africa emily and you've just been covering man after man wastefully in yogurt, you scumbag. Sounds worse when I say I want to cover you in yogurt. Yeah, it sounds oppressive, doesn't it? It sounds want- like <laughs> when you say it, it sounds like a kind of a, a class thing. I you want would to be cover covered you in yogurt. In dairy product, <laughs> and I will. You have eat- a dairy farm as well. Don't yes, you? I'm going to treat you as a bowl or a plate. Michael, Michael, yes. <laughs> milk the cow. <laughs> Milk the cow, and as you milk a milk onto yourself, and I'll come down and lick it off you like a cat. I want you to be my bowl, my milk bowl, and I the cat. And if you tell anybody about it, I shall have you sent straight back. You will be eating with the cows tonight if you're not careful. You savage. You bloody savage. The Irish are wonderful fun, but they are indeed savages. We oh, must the Irish, I love the Irish. They're wonderful, wonderful fun, but really not made for anything else. <laughs> Apart from they are yogurt. not serious people. They're not the serious people. They're there for yogurt and... Uh. Uh, back to the, the, the thing, the beach, the coming. Um, panic attack. The panic attack. Well, so that's... I think that was like the biggest culmination of like probably... Uh, just having having struggled with anxiety for mm. uh, years. And when I say struggled, I let you know I got through it, but I've had it since I like since I can remember. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? And it goes um, kind of unrecognized, or uh, there there isn't a word for it. There's just sort of this feeling that's surrounding you. And when you've got, and I'm really glad that we're talking about this because there mm. are a lot of people out there, and I've had conversations with people who go like, "Oh, panic attacks aren't fucking real." And then I want to be like, "Okay, cool. Do you want to have one?" Yeah. Do you want, do you want to have one? Yeah, I mean, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't mistake one if you're having one. Mm. Um, I mean, you feel like you're going to die. I had an ambulance called once when I, when I had a panic attack. Did you? Yeah, when I was about 18. Right. Mm. What age do you know? The internet says I'm 29. Does it? <laughs> because you could be, and this isn't like... Uh, like bullshit lick arsery here no but you could be 21 like thanks. you do you know thanks babe yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i'm uh no i'm 31 are you really oh fucking hell you old bitch i think you're 30 um, you're 32 uh, huh? i'm 32 yeah oh my gosh did you nail that like did you just guess that or have i have i mentioned it I think I've just watched a lot of your videos. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a really big fan. <laughs> I'm probably always banging on about it. Um, but so the anxiety, yes. So I, do you know what? I was just, I think since I was a teenager, it's just been one crisis after another. Yeah. Like that's what it seems like. Do you know what, um, so like I said, I'm a big fan of Michael. Um, one thing that you and Vittoria were discussing the other day. Yeah. 
I don't know how far back it was, but talking about you having a piano recital when you were like 15 yeah, and breaking down into tears afterwards. That's right. And so I think that kind of comes from the same place of that low level thing that then just bursts through like a little geezer. Oh, geyser. Geyser, yeah. Geyser, fucking like out the level. Like, right, how you doing, mate? <laughs> He's fucking anxiety. I'm your anxiety, isn't it? I'm here to fuck up your I'm day. Here to fuck you up, mate. I'm here to fuck up your nervous system. You're enjoying breathing, you're about not to. Yeah. I'm on the beach in Barcelona, too. Yeah. It's tight enough these lungs you can. Uh, see how you like that? Deep breaths, you fucking pansy. <laughs> You're gonna have to meditate just to get through the day. You're not well, Michael. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. So I did. Um, that was that was an amazing. One. And do you know what that is as well? Is like mm-hmm. that's a mental, a mental pattern, which just kind of gets formed in in your brain. So mm. one of mine was that I just couldn't play piano in front of people, or if I did, I would just literally. I go, uh, yeah, and yeah, go, yeah. People are watching. Oh, little and then, Mike. And then you're like, and then you're like, bah, bah, bah. and then it's so bad. It's oh, so bad. And then you can't get it back. Yeah, you can't, can't get it back. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's over. Nice. And and the, I mean, that one where I did it. So it was for school and it was in front of like these three judges. And I knew this song backwards and forwards. Mm. And it's just like halfway through it. And then once it gets in your head, that's it. Oh, like, so that's, you're done. You're fucking done. And like, that's the, that's the worst part. Uh, about it is once it gets in your head you're done so I once got in my head I was like oh, 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 and then I just uh, and then we're looking over at the judges and they're yeah, said, yeah, it's yeah. also like and scary. they're not helping no, you no they're, they're not helping they're not even smiling they're like just sitting there like fucking like Jesus just like just people that are, are just like professionally um, like miserable pro- professional cunts professional cunts so this is something I've thought about Recently, because it's just relevant to me. So there, when I, and I froze, I just started like bawling, crying. And as well, I was, so I was 15. And as well, like, there was such a double life with me as well, because I was like hanging out with lads and smoking cigarettes and trying to be tough and all these things. And then, but in reality, I was, you know, a very fragile, sensitive little chap. My little heart. Yeah. But, but you're just putting on. It's such a front. It's 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 interesting. But also there is just a duality. There's different versions of yourself. There was elements of me that could be a little bastard as well and aggressive mm. and all these other things. Um, but it it was a start of like like my mind mm. just mm. turning on me in a way like where it's just like this is me. And isn't that so frightening? It's, it's so when frightening. when you go, it's me. Um, often with like uh, when I've been into auditions and things like that, uh, I'll be I'll sit on the on the one side of it going, I wonder how this is going to go. Even though it's me in that room and technically I should have control over it and I should be able to do it. I'm like, I wonder, I wonder how this is going to go. I wonder if you're going to be on my side or not. And the fact that you do not have control is fucking frightening. It's, it's it's insane. It's like, and I know that like, I see people like, you know, because, because of my anxiety and different things I've done, like this morning, Mm. I like, I got up, meditated, then did a breathing exercise, then ran, then did a cold shower. Then this is like just all to just get myself like, let just. <laughs> just come see Emily Lang. Yeah, Fuck just to know. come. Because I knew you were not going to be good for my mental state. <laughs> and I was right. My mind's a bag of spiders right now. I do not feel well. Um, I do not feel safe. I would love if I had a panic attack live on the fucking. God, I would love that. I'd win a fucking Pulitzer. The views, unbelievable. So. uh, Yeah, so you did all of that. I mean, that's impressive. And I do all of that. So, like, I'm like, it's every little thing, you know, it's like meditating, trying, like, I'm trying to stop drinking. And, and, you know, and I've gone through my phase of, like, you know, drinking and drugs and all that. And I've had a good time. Mm -hmm. But, um, uh, doing all this shit mm. and then I still like and like so I went through a big, big period of insomnia there mm. where I was just mm. absolutely this is like in the very recent I mean I didn't sleep much last night so it's not like I'm out of it but it's mm. it's in a much less pronounced stage I went through like weeks where I was barely sleeping yeah, yeah. at all and I was losing my mind mm. like just starting to see things hear things and again but you do that's why it's a torture technique that people it, that um you know, yeah. people don't sleep because it does shit to you. It, it does shit to you. 
you're you're at such a low vibration mm-hmm. every day. It's mm-hmm. like you've kind of like this inability to feel joy, even because you're just constantly your mind is frowning. You're just like yeah. get, trying to get through things, and then you're doing all these. Because I was reading books about it. I was, you know, d- doing everything yeah. to try uh, remedy it. Part of me is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like your father just gets up every day and works on a farm for. 12 years like, why can't you just do that? And I'm, you know, just kind of half falling apart. But mm. it's again, the sleep thing is like, um, it's just me. It's my own mind yeah. just fucking up. There's nothing external yeah. going on. It's myself Why are you not on my myself. side? Why yes. are you not on my side? Why are you doing this why to me? Why the fuck are you doing this to me? This is bad for both of us, man. You're, this is bad for both of us. What What are you doing? Then there's this gremlin sat in your brain going... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking jokes. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I would have this thing where like, I'd be like, I'd be going to sleep and I'm like, sleep, sleep, sleep. Right. As I'm about to, uh, just literally phew, a jolt of anxiety. I have that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I have that. And now I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm up again. And then uh, yeah, 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 yeah. just right as yeah. uh, I'm about to go to sleep. Um, you're fucked. And your body, your body. It's, um, I had it, um, I had a massive, massive breakdown and, um, I started having seizures as like a result of this, of what happened. And um, one thing that I had was when I tried to go to sleep and I was at my, I was going between my mum, my mum's and my dad's in the country because they were like, we need to get you out of London and you're going off to rehab. And I remember lying in bed and um, my body wouldn't stop jerking. Yeah. Like as much as I tried to stop it, I couldn't, I couldn't stop jerking. Yeah. And, uh, and then I'd like go to be falling asleep, falling asleep, finally. And then yeah. my body would go and wake me back up again. And it was like this, um, and it's a literal, it's like this side yeah. effect of anxiety that you cannot control. Yes. And it is, and there's nothing, there's nothing you can do. It's, there's nothing you can do. And it's, it's in, Unless it's you like dope like, yourself the fuck up and even then, and then you just like, and then. But, yeah. but you're, you're even worse when you come off. Cause I yeah. tried to like, I was taking sleeping pills and then Xanax and these stuff, but they stopped, they started becoming less and less effective. So mm. I still was only mm. sleeping a few hours, but then you'd feel even worse. Cause sleeping pills are filth. Like, oh, they are. They filth. are fucking filth. filth. Like you wake up with like a, a head, like a fucking bin. There's rats in your head. Mm. Like you're just like mm. fucking hell. Everything's moving. And oh, like absolutely. You close so your moving. eyes and it's just like a tree ring circus. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the dreams are disgraceful. disgraceful. You know what I mean? It's your fucking anti shagging a donkey. You're like, oh, what it's the just, fuck? Don't make me see that again. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of the first times. The donkey is sp- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Spanish granny tits with porridge in it. And you're like, wow, oh, wait, Dave, what? <laughs> It's me with yogurt in the Yeah, background. just you just spraying yogurt like <laughs> at a flower girl at a wedding. Just, for you, for you. Yogurt, um, you get some yogurt. You get some yogurt. No one wants the yogurt, Emily. Um, they're getting it. They're bloody getting they're the yogurt. getting it. Um, yeah, dreams. Uh, so, uh, but, so I, I, I was trying all that. Mm. Um, but it's, 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 again, it's such a cycle and then, uh, so you, when you had it and you were jerking around mm, and you were mm. jerking, so you weren't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping, no. Um, and if I did sleep, um, it was like, uh, um, it was just, it was so vivid uh, that I would dream I was back in the place where my breakdown started and either things were going differently or they were going worse. Yeah. And so it was like, I just could not escape. I couldn't escape from it. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, fi- oh my God, it was, it was horrendous. Yeah, it, it is, it, it really is. Even as it was going on, like the only thing I could tell myself, right, it, when it's done, you, you, you'll be able to make it funny at some point. Oh yeah, that, I know? mean, that is my philosophy for everything. Yeah. Is that at some point everything becomes funny. It does. The worst moment of my life, which for months I couldn't even begin to discuss. I'm now like, that's actually quite funny. Really? That's actually quite funny. And have funny. you discussed it on here or... Uh, no. only like a little bit, only right. a little bit, but, um, basically just don't take mushrooms when you're not in safe company. Oh God. Yes. I've had, I had a, I, oh Michael. Oh. Yeah. No, I had a, I had a mushroom trip. I, that like, that fucked me up for like three months. Yeah. I was, I was absolutely a shadow of myself. Yeah. 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 It, fu- it wandering around. Fucked me. Yeah. Um, but as my friend Arthur says, that he says every time he does, he does mushrooms, something happens. And he was like, even though that was the worst, the worst thing that happened, you turned out to be the best. So actually. Yeah. Good man, Arthur. That's, well, all the, like, anyone who's like big into psychedelics, like if you, if you tell them like you've had a bad trip, you're like, yeah, but yeah, man. Yeah, but was it bad? But dude, that's the good stuff, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but I stabbed my little brother. No, but dude, no, dude. that's going to bring you guys closer. He's dead. Well, look, he's gone to a better place, yeah. man. He's always Come on, place. dude. You're going to meet in hell one day. <laughs> yeah, dude. And you're going to yeah. be so happy this happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it was a bit like that. Yeah. And that's, that's just there. Like, there's nothing you can say to them. That happened on a trip that they're not going to be like, but this is in your, this is going to fucking ding, ding. I love this character. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I met this guy who used to live uh, underneath me when I lived in Chicago. I don't know what, for some reason, I think like, you he's lived under, underneath like, a under bridge. My, I thought, like, in, as I said it, I was like, there's this little guy under my bed, like, wake up, dude. Stand up, wake and bake, brother. Uh, like yeah. the clown in Poltergeist. Absolutely. So uh, this fella, Chris, so I lived in, uh, when I lived in Chicago, I had this guy who lived underneath me and he was like what's known as a deadhead. So it's like people who like follow the, the Grateful Dead, this band. So they travel around the country and just do fucking drugs and just say, follow the dead, dude. You'll never life. feel more alive. You know, that was their life. What a life. <laughs> yeah. It, but like what happens is this life when you're like 18 to 21 is kind of cool and you're going doing it. And But if you don't move on, it kind of just gets like really depressing and like fucking grim. So he was living down there and he's like 30 now. And like he was living underneath our flat. And I remember when we walked in the first day we were moving in, he was just like, hey man, he's like, we live downstairs. We're going to be your family, brother. Oh, fuck. And, uh, oh, fuck. and we were like, good. I don't know if we're going to adopt you, Chris, now, to be honest. Um, <laughs> if you went to the orphanage, I think you'd be left there. Uh, he's like, we're family, man. And it turned out what he meant by family is that we would just give him shit for free. So like, cause he, his whole thing was like, he's like, what's mine is yours and what yours is mine, brother. Oh but my God. No, 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 Chris, no Chris. But, but see, it's fine for him because yeah. he doesn't have anything. Yeah, so like, yeah, he's yeah. like, what's mine is yours. You can have the piss on the wall or, the, <laughs> or you can have the rat in the kitchen. You can have whatever is mine is yours. So I'll like, take this bag that you that, brought with that's, you. That's right. So like, you, we'd be cooking, like if you were cooking at and upstairs, like it'd be like, he would just like, he would literally fly <laughs> Float up from the fumes. He just float up the stairs like this, and you just be like, "Oh, what are you cooking, really?" And but he would frame everything like it was this like sacred like bond. He's like, "You come in and you'd be cooking. He'd be like, brother, he would be like, it would be my honor to break bread with you, brother.' Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, correct. I know, but but so he's framing it like this like sacred oath of bacon between brothers. And he's like, so like he'd be like, so if you said no, like you were like somehow like violating this like oath of family, dog. So like. You would literally come up and like you so manipulative, so manipulative, unbelievable. <laughs> so like you'd be cooking like just bacon or something, and then he'd just be like, "It'd be my honor to break bread with you, brother." And then like you just have to be like, "Right, okay." And then you like hand him out some. I remember when I just handed him out some bacon. He took one bit and he just like throws it in his mouth, like and he's burning it. He just like, and then he's like, and then he just like takes another bit, puts it in his pocket. He's oh, like, no. I'll see you later, really. He just like fucks off down, and. uh and then one night I came, I came back, um, I came back from like a night out and I was like pretty drunk. And, uh, and then you say, ah, oh, brother, you're drunk. He's like, I'm going to take care of you, brother. And then I was like, oh, all right. But I was just drunk. I was like, fuck it. I'll come into Chris's little in fucking den. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, I'm going to take care of you, brother. I'm going to make you feel okay, man. So he comes into the, his bedroom 
And anyway, he does, he, you sit there, man. He goes over to like this little box and he comes back with this little thing and he goes, he goes, put that in your mouth, bird. It's going to make you feel better, man. And, uh, and then I was like, all right, right, whatever. I was just so drunk. I was like, fuck it, whatever. So I just put it in and, um, then like I, he goes over to the music and starts like putting on like the doors, just like break on through. And then he starts looking at me like, no, 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 and no, I was, like, no, no. And then I didn't even know. I was like, Chris, what did you give me there? And I'd never done psychedelics. He's like, oh, that's a message, man. No, no, then, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. And I was no. like, Chris, what the fuck? That's some acid. Uh, and, and then I was like, what? And then he just said, yeah, man, that's some strong acid, dude. This is, you're going to have a good time. And then I was like, uh, I was like, I, did you take any? He's like, fuck no, brother. He's like, I've got work tomorrow. And I said, I've got work tomorrow as well, Chris. I've got a dude. He's like, oh, shit, that's going to be tough, man. Because you just took a lot of ass, dude. And anyway, I swear to God. And I was like, Chris, you fucking... And then I just blacked out. No! I swear to God, I just blacked out. And I woke up the next day on the stairs between our two apartments. Michael! Yeah, on the stairs between our two apartments. And I just woke up and I was like, what the fuck? And so I was like kind of getting up and like Chris comes out the door and he goes, oh, brother, he's like, you were fucked up last night, man. And you were like, you were on the ground and you were crying, saying you were the devil and shit. You were like, you know, all shit. like Catholic guilt. Yeah. And then he was like, and he was like, but I took care of you, brother. I took care of you. And then I was like in my head and I remember, I was like, didn't you fucking. You fucking saw it. You gave it. me acid last night. He was like, oh, yeah, brother. He's like, you got $20 for the acid. I was like, you must be fucking joking me, Chris. That's. I have never no. wanted to kill someone more in my no life. No more bacon for you. Yeah, that's the last bit of bacon you're getting, brother. 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 <laughs> Family, man. <laughs> Little bastards. What? I know. Little. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, and that was the first time. That was the first time I ever did. Um, I ever did. Like, but I can't even remember. I was so yeah. fucked. Um, but the, the mushroom trip. So when you did it. Yeah. Like what was like, as in the, the, the night itself was... The night in question. Was, yeah, the night in question was hellish. Um, yeah, it was really bad. I, I I don't know if you have this. I'm starting to get a thing with like, not even starting, but like, I, I don't know if I can do... I Like, I won't, I don't think I'll do psychedelics again. Mm. Yeah. I don't know because... I mean, I'll just... Oh, Mickey's busting his head against the camera. It's all right. Um, <laughs> I like... Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That means you are going to do them again. But I think like in my head, in the same way people go, are you going to drink again? And I'm like, I don't know. Because right. I think if I say. I'm definitely I'm not. I'm definitely not going to do it. Then I'll, with my addict brain, I'll yeah. be like. Oh, fucking, fucking mushrooms. Where is yeah. your mushrooms? Like a don't give me a bunch of fucking truffles. Windows. Where are they? They're like the bloody hell. You're hoarding them, aren't you, Felipe? <laughs> Where are they? Tell me now. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but basically, I have to be like, nah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and that's, I think I'm, because I, I want, I actually had stopped drinking. <laughs> I had. I had stopped drinking. Lovely. Uh, I'd stopped drinking for uh, like two months. And I was reading a book about not drinking and I was feeling very, good mm -hmm. because there's something i don't know if you can attest to this um because he, he when you stop drinking if it's for like a week or two you don't it, it takes a while for you to actually really mm. feel mm. the good effects of yeah, yeah, yeah. not drinking and then like like about six weeks in i was like i actually feel so much better and like more stable yeah well, it's just, like you said when you came in you were like and you're like how are you doing yeah and you just said it exactly like that yeah <laughs> how are you doing and i went you know what yeah Oh, I'm like, I'm actually all right. Yeah. I'm actually all right. And I was like, nothing, nothing great has happened. I'm not like wandering around in euphoria being like, this is fucking awesome. I'm just like, I think I'm just pretty normal. You're grand. <laughs> I'm just like a normal person. I feel sad in the way that normal people feel sad. Yeah. I'm normal. I don't like using the word normal. I don't know. Muggles feel sad. Right. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I ain't a fucking muggle. But it, you're not a muggle. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're a, you're a purebred wizard. <laughs> you're a wizard, Ari. You're a wizardess. Yes. A wizardess. A wizardess. Well, you're a witch. <laughs> it turned negative very quickly there. I didn't want it to, but yes. But um, so on the, yeah, the anxiety thing. Yeah. Um, uh, because I'm just, I'm still in it at the, it's one of those things where I'm just still in it. Mm. I haven't anything solved at the minute, but you go through periods of like, I'm fine. And then you, then it's just back and you're like, yeah, fuck. It's, um, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, oh God, it's so fucking confusing because 
uh, you'll find that you'll be all right at some point, but not know how it actually came to be all right. And more often than not, it comes from kind of some kind of distraction, external validation, whether it be work or a relationship or something else. So you're being distracted. And then when that, when the euphoria of that peters off yeah. or it ends, then everything comes flooding back like a brick shit house. That's right. And um, it's a, uh, it, uh, discovering the root of it is really fucking hard and yes. meditating. Do you find that if you, um, that you get anxious, if you don't meditate or run or take a cold shower or anything like that, if you don't do your little. But y- you know what it is? It's like a mental thing then. Cause yeah. you're like, cause you're like, I haven't done those things. And therefore I'm going to have a shit day. And then therefore I'm going to, therefore I'm going to have a shit day. And then if I, because everything is like, uh, it's all <coughs> stories you're telling yourself, mm. obviously. And we're just constantly creating these little, stories in our mind so if i don't do that stuff then the story starts becoming yeah if i feel anything bad it's like well you haven't meditated. yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 um you haven't ran you've been lazy blah 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 and so then it's like a strange form of um ocd yeah, yeah. it is oh that's a good point actually but so like in my head there's just this there's just it's just constantly stories running all the time about everything <laughs> Um, and I'd love to be. That is that is a, a form of OCD. a lot of people. Same way with ADHD, they think it's just about like having being really excitable and moving around all the time. Yeah. It's not at all. Same way with OCD, people assume it's like about being really tidy or having to switch the light switch. It's, yeah. it's not. It's um, there's a lot of OCD that comes with uh, repeated thoughts. Yeah. Or um, uh, unwanted loop stories. Yeah, and I have a lot of that to, to the extent that I don't trust my own mind. You know. Which is weird, like as in like if I feel anxious about uh, certain things, which would cause me to stay away from them. Mm. If I was to if I was to listen to that, I would never date anyone, or I would never yeah do like do anything because yeah. my mind will create this about almost everything. Like this is bad, they're bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is this is, and it'll just create every kind of a negative story. It feels like a defense mechanism, and it's a sort of survival thing of. You um, imagining the worst case scenario. So if it it happens, it's not a shock. Yes. And also just creating this massive importance on something like, like if like you're seeing someone and you like them and then this idea, what if it doesn't work out? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. And in your head, that is like this cataclysmic fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and if, what if I hurt this person or what if blah, blah, blah. And it's just in your head, this is just, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. Um, and then in reality, like if you're just to sit down with it and it's just like, well, what would happen? It'd be fine. Yeah. It'd be absolutely fine. Yeah. You're adults, people move on, you people get over You just need to have like a little internal conversation with you and you're in a child. Yeah. I, and I do, I do talk to that little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and I am so cruel. To, no, that little no. shit. Yeah. No, I do have him. I do sit him down and be like. Because I think a lot of it is like a little person. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to. Please don't leave me. Please don't leave me. Or going like, oh, fuck, I'm I'm being told I'm a piece of shit. I'm I'm not good enough. Uh, And I need to make sure that everything is okay. Because then I'm going to get in trouble. That's right. And then you've got to go like, it's okay. I love you. Yes. I love you. Uh, You are a cute. I know that people (laughs) telling me you're not, but you're really cute. Yeah. Oh, thanks very much. (laughs) Because aesthetics is, aesthetics (sighs) is important. Big Emily. Yeah. Yeah. it's not it is it's it goes a bit like that yeah i have a i have stuff like that as well but and and it's the exact same energy little mike has which is just like oh no but what yeah you're you're bad and they're not good enough they don't like you and it's gonna end really bad you're gonna be really sad yeah and there goes and then and then i have to yeah just be like last year you're good you're grand it's okay you're safe i love you you haven't done that wrong you're safe you're and you matter. Be, the p- two big yeah. questions in life, do I matter and am I safe? You matter and you're safe. It's okay. Yeah. I never thought about the matter one before. It's, it, do I matter and am I safe? And yeah. if you think about it, any room that you walk into or anywhere you go, that that is subconsciously kind of what you're thinking. Yes. Because if someone talks down to you or dismisses you, you feel like you don't matter and that's essentially like what's mm. so painful. Yes. Um, so you've got to be like, you matter that person's a fucking gun yeah I, like i would love to get to a stage because you can see some people i'm envious of well, you you're envious of, well envious of people who just like um and it's just because i was reading it's an interesting so i was reading in this book i was reading this book called the science of storytelling it's called but it's basically um it's all about 
the way we tell ourselves stories to like what I was talking about earlier. Like it's just all this. That's how we perceive the world. Mm, the world is mm, just like mm. fucking chaos. Like just yes, anarchy. We don't really know. But just for the human mind to stay sane, we have to make things linear and chronological and yeah. kind of fit into yeah. these stories mm. just so that for us to comprehend everything mm-hmm. and not go fucking berserk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but so I, I was like, I was looking at that, or I was reading that, and, I, and then they were saying in that that like, it was just basically going through like the different like personality types of like people who are high in like uh, openness and then people who are high in conscientiousness and people who love routine and then people who are search out for a new experience and blah 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 and these mm-hmm. are the different like just ways that you can be wired and it's crazy when you're really good at all of them yeah like, like you yeah. you're just everything to everyone it's and like, you've nailed it all it is both a blessing and a curse yeah 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 it's hard being the voice of a generation well that's your biggest i was gonna <laughs> say that about you your biggest weakness is your flawlessness <laughs> Is your lack of any flaw, any discernible flaw? People are too jealous of me because what you were leading up to is going. You're envious. It's very hard to relate to you. I found you impenetrable. Let's take that. Yeah. Let's go back to that serious thing because that was a yeah. very good point that you were making <laughs> well, about how people are like. Well, well so, but so, because in my head it, it was actually very interesting, but also a little bit depressing in a way because it was like you know we think of ourselves as kind of special in a way, mm. like we all do. I think we're just programmed through that our egos. In some way, like I'm like this and this is who I am and I have these thoughts Mm, and mm. feelings and stuff. And it's like, well, you're just a specific model of ape. You're just a specific model that was modeled this way. So you're high in openness and these things and like you want new experiences and stuff like that. But it says in the book, but people who have these traits then often suffer a lot more psychologically Mm. than people who are like, just like routine yeah. and they are conscientious and they don't want that much change and they go eight beat and yeah, like that and 100%. security. And then they, and then people like me might be like, ah, you're boring or blah, 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 whatever. But it's like yeah. they're actually, um, they're, much they're happier. more content. They're much they're happier. Much, much they are much happier. Much happier. I, yeah. I, and it sort of sounds, like, but I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Then I'm like, fuck that, they're fucking boring. I'm going to watch yeah. routine, blah, blah, blah. But actually with it, comes a lot of stability and mental stability and mental calmness. But I, it's, and I'm, it's kind of this toss up of going because I, there are, and actually this is going to lead me onto my next question. Mm. Um, because there are so many wonderful things with coming with being a person like this. And it's almost this like deal you make with the gods of fun. Yes. Going, You're going to suffer. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so we were, we were talking before, you know, about um, how, uh, with a certain amount of creativity and maybe inconsistency comes with uh, mental instability. And but I, I personally would not give back the things that I really love about myself that come with being that side. Yes. Even though it comes with this mental instability. Yeah. Um. So what I want to ask you is like, what are the things about you mm. that you, Mike, as a person, really like? Oh, that's actually that's a good question. This is a questions we should like ask ourselves more. Exactly. Um. I think I'm an empathetic person and I think I'm a kind person. That's my favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I think everyone, I think that's like, even sometimes I think in like, you know, you see in modern, uh, like dating life and stuff. And I see the way <gasps> even men and women kind of treat each other at mm-hmm. times. Mm. Um, and it's all a bit, there can be a lot of, it's a bit mean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you're like, People just, <clears throat> people just, just fucking be nice. Be just kind. be nice. Just be sound. Yeah. Like what's, you know what I mean? Like yeah. have a fucking heart. Treat people yeah. like in some way uh, decently. Just like with mutual respect of time and yeah. just like, it doesn't take a lot. It yes. doesn't take a lot. That's right. It doesn't take a lot. Like the whole thing about um, like ghosting people Ugh. is like, it's just, to me, that is just, because all it takes is a fucking text yeah. and press send. Yeah. And then it's gone. You don't even, for the most part, have to see the person, but just to just um, like freeze it. Yeah. At, at nothing. Now, don't I've been me... ghosted by three men in the last like three months. To be fair, I didn't like any of them and I, yeah. and I wanted to be the one to end it. So I'm annoyed that they ghosted me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like also if it's like one day and it didn't, like to me, if it's one day and it didn't, <clears throat> Like fucking mm. whatever. It was like, eh, whatever. Then it's like, and I need, need to re-text each other. I think yeah. that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. that's totally fine. Mm. 
And now, because even my head, I'm like, this just sounds like I'm gloating. Like, I've been asked to say things I like about myself. I've plenty of that. Yeah, I don't. please do. Um, but so kind of empathetic. Um, uh, brave. Brave. Brave is my best. Brave, brave is yeah. the best one. Yeah. Brave is, I'm so, like, you're the first person to say yeah. it. And it's the biggest compliment I can give anybody is being yes. fearless. And yeah. I think bravery, <clears throat> and it's one, Harry Chavaldon was, uh, asked me the things that I said that I like about myself. And brave is the first one. Yeah. And I think it's the most magical quality in a person. Yeah. I really, really do. Yeah. So I well done. like having courage, like even if I look at my younger self um, and some of the things I just got through <clears> and like, <throat> and, and kept going and yeah. even like having the balls to go do comedy and yeah. do the things that were like just so out of no one I'd ever known had done anything like that. Yeah. And like, it takes I'm, guts. It yeah. takes fucking guts. Yeah, and I'm proud of that younger version of myself, you know, um, to have that um, bravery and just doing things that, like, uh, scare me. And don't get me wrong, there are times where I think I, you know, and that's, I, I, and that's, I will be hard on myself if I feel I lacked courage in a situation. Yeah, you know, I understand. Or I was agree. a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't like the word cowardly because it just, it hurts my soul to yeah. think of myself that way. Um, but I hate if I let fear get the yeah the the best of me. Um, I have it with people a lot. Yeah, I'm very scared around people. I don't get scared of things or like journeys, but with people, like I can be a coward. Oh no, me too. Yeah, and if it's like if it's something like something, if I have to say something that might hurt someone's feelings, like that. Oh yeah, or I think it'll hurt someone's feelings. That will like, like that's I will actually die. Right? Oh, like yeah. it's just it's, it's the worst. It's the it's, worst. I can't I do it. Can't. But it, I, I'm like, I it, it'll ruin days. Yeah, uh, at a time for me. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, and now what's another? See, the funny thing is, like, I it's like being. I, I always have a weird relationship with that because it's like also you do it for a living, mm. and then um, and when I was younger, I when I had very bad self esteem, and it was the only thing I thought was. Uh, worthy about myself was that I was funny. Yeah. Like I was like, if I wasn't this, I'd be nothing. So I I had so much reliance on it that now I'm like almost like I want to be liked <clears throat> for more than that or something or yeah. like that. I don't see for more than that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I don't. Oh, yeah. Or I kind of resent that people <laughs> expected of me. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas I just want to be like be funny. Come on. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Tell us a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. 100%. Um, I love all those ones. I think that's fucking brilliant. That was a really good list. Well done. Thank you. Well done, Mike. Um, we have another portion of the podcast that we like to call Fake Verses. And yeah. <clears throat> we'd like you to express gratitude for a person, a place, or a thing. Yeah. For which you feel gratitude. Yes. Um, Chicago. I went to Chicago when I was uh, 24. And I is lived that there for is that where years. you had the threesome? Huh? I did have the threesome in Chicago, yes, but I was back visiting. So fuck, well, it's one of my favorite fucking things I've ever seen yeah. on the internet. Yeah, I'll post it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, oh, because some Wimbledon ball. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was a fun. It, that was a that was a very fun, uh, <laughs> reckless little adventure. Um, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, but mm. so Chicago when I moved there first because that was. I that was me making the decision to just go do comedy, go mm. on my own. And it was a time where it's just like, oh, you can do anything you want. Mm, As mm, in like, mm. you can just move to mm. America because we could get a visa being Irish at the time for a year. Mm. And I went there and just started doing it every day. And then the people I met there were, it was the first time I think really in my life I felt I could be myself or the version of myself that I wanted to be, yeah. which was... Very um Well, no one has any prior experience yeah, of you. And that's right. You're not in a place where anyone's and also you're kind of novel as an Irish person there. That's absolutely right. And you're special. You're more special, special. and you get more attention. And it's lovely. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah. Um <laughs> and you have a little um acid spiking hippie living underneath you, and it's just it's just a dream. Yeah. But but I felt I could be um I always felt when I was younger and I it, Grown up, uh, where I grew up, it's just you know, like as, as it was, same here, you know. But like, mm. you know, no one talked about like really how they were feeling. Nobody, it was just all kind of swept under the rug. People didn't really tell 
the truth about most things as in like you know adults were just like just you don't talk about sex and you don't talk about mm. this and that and just mm. these things that were just like part of life were like mm. we just don't, we don't address them. them yeah and even as um a younger person you know or even sex or drugs or any of these things like they were mm. just you know it was very catholic upbringing and um mm. and, and people were like kind of this seriousness um and i remember even as a young person thinking why it this is so strange that Everything's dealt with a very heavy hand. Right. Yeah. And that so much things are just not talked about because yeah. it's not proper to talk about, but they are what we're all feeling. And, but yet we, we mustn't talk about it. And when I went to America and even with like a group of friends, like, you know, we're Irish teenagers and you're growing up and it's like, you know, um, and my friends are great and everything, but like, you know, we're, our language with each other was just slagging each other off. And like, you know, you couldn't be vulnerable. Um, and when I met people in Chicago, like the other people who did comedy, like everyone was just like hair on, like as in like they were just casually just be like, yeah, man, I'm on, I'm depressed and I'm this and I'm that. And yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't get it off last night and blah, mm-hmm. blah. And they just say it like whatever. Yeah. And it just felt like the biggest breath of yeah. fresh air <coughs> yeah, I've yeah, ever yeah. had in my life. hundred percent. You go into um, this place and you're like, fuck, there's another way to live. Absolutely. There's another way to so, live. And I just feel so much better. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, I yeah. feel like myself. And it's like, and you can be so funny within honesty, yeah. being really honest about stuff. That's where it's real. Yeah, funny yeah, stuff yeah, 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 um, yeah. So I'm very grateful for that place and that time in my life and the friends I made there and the threesome I had. And the threesome. And the threesome. Yeah. The threesome. The threesome. The threesome. Let's find a little threesome. Let's not forget the threesome. I've been trying to get into one, but no one's let me in. <laughs> Nobody's let you in. <laughs> They're knocking on the door. <laughs> let me in. We're closed. <laughs> We're closed. <laughs> I know I close, but you hear them whispering, just being like, Get down! Yeah, I can see you! No, you can't, I'm a couch! I'm not a person, I'm a couch! Let me in! Yeah. I got lube! I've already got lube, we don't need it! She's got lube, should we let her in? No! No! no we'll never can, leave! And you spit! Um, should we also, I would say thank you uh, to Vittorio. Yeah. On this podcast, because without um, Victoria, I don't think I would have come across you, and I'm very happy that you're here. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Thanks for having me. That was great. <laughs> I loved it. Loved it. Um, and can we plug anything that you are doing at the moment? Um, so, I Edinburgh Fringe Festival, if anyone's going to be at the are Edinburgh you going, Fringe. Are you going to the Fringe? I'm doing the Fringe. Mike Rice is going to the Fringe. Mike Rice is going to the Fringe. So, I'm doing a show at uh, 10.15 at the Beehive. It's on edinburghfringe.com. If you type in, type in Mike Rice, Hand of a Sinner is the name of the show. Fucking which is um, a line. Yeah. Which is from the line. Yes, the threesome, yes. Um, so that's the name of the show. Um, and then I'm going to be doing another show, which I still have to register. That's going to be at uh, 4.15. It's just going to be a work in progress. So just trying new stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's the Fringe. And then if you have any listeners in uh, Cork in Ireland, that I've tons. been doing a solo show there on July 28th. And then Mike and Vittorio's Guide to Parenting, the podcast every week. Oh, right. I thought you were going, we're going live or something. No, no. Oh, fuck, that's not exciting. <laughs> that's not, no, no. <laughs> You got very excited there. <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> so, Mike and Vittorio's so yeah, Guide to Parenting, which is my favourite thing to listen to at the moment. So that, and then I've another podcast with another Irishman called Big Mike and the Chief, which is also fun and just really weird uh, mm. and mad. And so I go to podcast, check him out, at Mike Rice Comedy on Instagram. And... That's it. That's it, brother. That's Join me next week with my beautiful friend, Kat Sims. If you or anyone you know is struggling or needs help with the issues discussed on Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends, please visit the podcast bio where you will find contact numbers with people readily available to give support. Please get in touch with your stories at either contact at whydoyouthink.com or on Instagram at emily underscore laying underscore UK. To have your story or your thank you letter read on the podcast, please put survivor story or thank you letter either at the top or in the subject line we really want to hear from you we don't care if it's a catastrophe story or a small win from your week your favorite place person or thing we are here for all of it don't forget to rate and subscribe and i'll talk to you soon planning for your next trip 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.